So you want to be a real estate investor, but where do you start? How do you know what information and sources to trust? That's where I come in. I'm Johnny Catani, and this is the Investor Relations Real Estate Podcast. Hey guys, real quick, before we start, go to investwithkatani.com and download my free ebook, Is Commercial Real Estate Recession Proof? Now to today's show. What's up, guys? Happy Friday. Welcome to another episode of Friday Follow-Up here on the Investor Relations Real Estate Podcast. I am your host, Johnny Katani, and we have made it through another week. Congratulations. I hope you guys have big plans this weekend. Uh, you may know if you've seen my youtube intro if you've watched on youtube uh as well as i may have talked about it uh on the podcast before potentially anyway this weekend is opening weekend of the duck and goose hunt here in utah so those are my big plans uh if you didn't know now you know i am an avid waterfowl hunter uh you know in the summer i fly fish sometimes uh and you know a lot of boating, hang around the water a ton, but honestly, most of my hobbies, actually I mountain bike a lot too, or typically do this year, didn't get out a ton because it was so hot, but I, the winter is where I thrive, uh, duck hunt and I'm a hardcore skier. So we are heading into my favorite hobby season. However, I am going to miss, uh, the warmth, uh, temperatures now have dropped into high 70s, low 80s, and that is where I thrive. So it's been amazing, but that's not what we're here to talk about today. I just got back from uh, the Silicon Slope Summit, which happens every year. The Utah Valley, uh, Salt Lake Valley has been dubbed Silicon Slopes uh, after the last, probably I would say, honestly, Adobe was here Adobe first put their headquarters here, gosh, a long time ago. It has to be more than 10 years ago. And kind of paved the way. And since then, we have seen a, a massive tech boom here in Utah, primarily in uh, Lehigh. And, you know, after Silicon Valley, it was dubbed Silicon Slopes because it's right on the edge of the mountains, ski slopes. So aptly named. Anyway, they hold a summit every year. And it's basically just a whole bunch of people from the tech industry getting together and, you know, a boost. And there's obviously keynote speakers. Uh, we watched the CEO of Traeger uh, interview the COO of Nike, which was incredible. Definitely a lot of takeaways from that, especially on, you know, building a brand and staying true to who you are, but also being able to grow and progress and adapt with the times. It was really, really powerful. Two very intelligent and well-accomplished people on stage, which was awesome. Uh, did some awesome networking as well. Uh, it was a good opportunity to branch away from real estate conferences, which is primarily what I go to and you know talk to people who are not directly involved in the industry. Did of course come across a couple booths of real estate people. Uh, pretty much doing what I would be doing, right? Looking for investors, which was awesome and a good, a good sign because you know that 
something that I would do and will do in the future for the an event like this and other events where, you know, there are going to be high income earners, right? You know, you tech, there's a lot of high income earners in tech. I know a bunch. I know a lot of people who have come into the real estate industry, primarily capital raisers who started in the tech industry as high income earners, you know, worked up to director, VP level, SVP level. And, you know, we're passive investors first. And of course, their network is filled with other people, other high income earners in the industry, and they were able to leverage that and become a capital raiser. So, you know, obviously a lot of potential there. So it was really awesome uh, to talk to some people who I normally wouldn't get to talk to, get an idea of, you know, talked about you know, angel investors and VCs and how that market is changing, how valuations are starting to drop due to the economy. Same thing that you're seeing in the housing market in the real, in real estate in general, commercial real estate as well, right? Interest rates are going up. Uh, talked to one guy who is a residential agent, real estate agent here in Utah. And he said that mortgage rates hit 7% last week which is insane because a year ago they were at three and a half percent. So I've literally doubled in 12 months, you know, and depending on who you talk to, you know, I'd say strap in for the next probably 12 to 18 months. It's it, listen, it's anybody's guess at this point, right? The fed has, you know, indicated they're going to do another interest rate hike. I think they're really, really trying to just slow this thing down as quick as they can. And I think they're on the right track. I think if you slow it down, I think if you hit the brakes, you know, hard, right? Imagine you're driving a car, you're going really fast, the car in front of you slams on its brakes, and you slam on yours, but you avoid the accident. Was it scary? Yeah. Was there a potential that, you know, Maybe you slam so hard that the seatbelt left a bruise. Yeah, sure. But guess what you avoided? You avoided a crash, right? And that's the ultimate goal is I think they're, they're, they're really paying close attention. They're obviously paying very close attention to inflation. I don't think it's dropping at a rate that they like yet in order to feel comfortable. And so I think they'll keep hiking it up. And, you know, I think there's another one coming potentially November which will be fascinating, but it will be interesting to see because I certainly see it going up very quickly. And then, you know, things starting to drop and slow down and we start heading towards real deep recession territory. I mean, we're in a recession, right? If you follow the stock market, it's absolutely crumbling. We, we're in a recession. Uh, and, you know, so I think that they want to avoid pure chaos and turmoil. And so they're going to try to get in front of this as quick as they can. And then I think once those indicators really start to drop, and I mean like drop, because eventually they will hit that sort of equilibrium where they get the rate high enough that things just come to a screeching halt. And that's when you'll see them go back the other direction in order to mitigate that and facilitate, you know, more capital back into the market, prop things back up, get it back going again. So, 
you know, investors are sitting on the sidelines right now. A lot of investors are, I should say. It's up to you what how you feel. Personally, I don't think you should. If you are paying close attention, right? If you've been an investor for a while, or even if you're new to the game, you're probably familiar with a term called dollar cost averaging. All that means is that instead of taking $50,000 and, you know, putting it all, you know, investing it all in one day into the market, you take it and you gradually buy shares over, let's say the course of three months, right? And what that does is it averages out, obviously your strike price ends up averaging out over the course of that three months, let's say, right? So one day, you know, let's say you're buying Apple, right? Let's say Apple's at $100 the next day, you know, then it's at 95, then it goes to 90 and you just keep buying, then it goes up to 98 and then to 104, then back down to 96, right? But you're buying all along the way. And so your strike price is going to average out right there. So right somewhere between all of that. And so, you know, that's essentially in a nutshell, dollar cost averaging. You can also do that with real estate and, you know, talking to people involved in the industry have been in the industry for a long time. That's what you're seeing with the most uh, veteran and experienced operators is they're just going to keep acquiring because nobody knows it's going to happen. And listen, guys, you can always refinance, right? If, if rate, you know, if you get in at a 7% interest rate and in eight, 12 months, they go down to 5%, you can refinance, right? So, you know, obviously I'm biased, but that's kind of where I stand on it. So, you know, you can formulate your own opinion, but you know, the whole strap in for 12 months, I know I said that in the beginning, I just, strap in because it's going to be a it's going to be a ride but i think that it's going to be an opportunistic ride and so i think that if you're set on sitting on the sidelines i think you're going to miss out on some some really good opportunities so anyway that's my two cents i appreciate you guys listening as always don't forget to like subscribe rate and review you can follow me on instagram at johnny katani have a great weekend I'm very excited for this weekend uh, for myself. I hope you guys stay safe, have fun, and I will see you next week. Later. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Listen, guys, I know it's cliche, but please don't forget to like, subscribe. Please leave a review. Would love to know what you guys think of the episodes. And while you're here still listening, don't forget to go to investwithkatani.com and download my free ebook, Is Commercial Real Estate Recession Proof? Thanks so much.